Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone, we're, you know, back. By the way, it's November. Was the last show I did over in? I don't think it was. I thought it was October. Let me, let me go check. I think it was near the where is it okay i thought it was near the end of the month yeah 29th 29th so by the way uh small story or small story it's it's barely even that it's just at best it's a little tidbit you know i was kind of hoping to see a lot of trick-or-treaters this halloween see you know what everyone was wearing see how many people how many kids were wearing black panther this time who knows what what other superhero or who you know whoever they'd be no one hardly saw anyone any family any just no one not a single person i did see a lot of cars i saw a lot of cars pass by oh but they didn't pull into the yeah let's just say not many people a lot of cars but just they just drove past you know in that case it was kind of a dull halloween i mean i really wasn't looking that much but i was sort of paying attention to how many cars were driving by you know looking for candy not many people really not many people so let's talk about well obviously the news but there's also there's also a recent bit of news a recent bit of news mopar news that i'm gonna want to cover here pretty soon i gotta get the right link here okay it's also it's actually about sema it's about sema and no we're not talking about the ram lowdown concept or the rebel concept that i already talked about and already you know used as we're not going to be talking about those trucks because i already did and i also kind of trash talked the Silverados I say in the vicinity of those trucks you know while I was looking at the Rams so we're not going to be talking about that anyway race a Jaguar XCSV Project 8 in the Series Elite an exclusive series powered by Jaguar for wealthy gentlemen race oh good grief that's just like what Ferrari does Hispano Susias returning don't even know who they are to Geneva with an electric supercar the first McLaren Speedtail has left the building ooh Motorsport 7 is getting a Hot Wheels pack, or Hot Wheels car pack, with, a, with you know, the twin mill that gets a really awesome paint job. That, that's kind of cool, but unfortunately, no one, I mean, no one this side of Fail Race is going to make an episode about properly racing a twin mill around, I don't know, Circuit de la Sarthe, which is what I would do. At the very least, Fail Race might do that, but they might not do it around Circuit de la Sarthe. Well, anyway, is the new 315 horsepower aerial Adam 4 as fun to drive as its predecessors? It's in the videos that I haven't watched, so I can't even tell you. Or I can't even tell you what the guy said. Hyundai and Kia expect new crossovers to improve sales and profits. 2019 Mercedes-Benz GLE undercuts base BMW X5 by nearly 6,000, what I'm assuming are euros, in Germany. Is VW really working on a Golf R420 mega hatch? I kind of hope that they would, just, just to see how that would turn out. Then again, when it comes to things like that... Most of, you know, my reasoning for the most part is always because I just want to see how that would turn out. Um, your next car might be able to communicate with traffic lights. Okay? I don't, I don't care. I, the only thing I care about is that it turns all, all the lights that are on my street green. <laughs> That's all I care about. I don't care if it's talking about, hey, can we have a date after, you know, after my boss leaves work or whatever. All I care about is that the car tells the traffic lights, make it green. Make, turn, or turn green. <laughs> That's all I care about. But then again, if that happened, then another car going another way did that, then there would just be, you know, it'd 
There might as well be no traffic lights. Huh. Hyundai Group names former Lamborghini and Bentley main... Sorry, and Bentley man can't even say your name, sir, as chief designer. I'm kind of excited to see what he turns out, or what he pumps out. Track Focus Lexus RCF GT flexes its muscles before the big debut. I didn't even know we were getting one of those. Cool. GM Defenses. Didn't even know that was a division within GM. Shows off new military spec Chevrolet Silverado ZH2 and sorry. Elon Musk all fired up about Tesla's super futuristic cyberpunk pickup truck. I'm not so much. I'm, I'm not fired up about it, but, you know, interested. And that's not quite a compliment. Porsche 959 Paris Dakar racer sells for almost 6 million. Million. Bentley bringing super fast in-car Wi-Fi system to all its models in 2019. Nice, but I mean, I know that most, mo in fact, if not all modern cars have, or at the very least have the option of having in-house Wi-Fi, but I, I, mean, I guess that doesn't mean that they're fast. Get your Mercedes AMG A35 from 47,529, no, 47,000, yeah, 529 euros in Germany. Ford could help a chemicals company build a Land Rover Defender rival. And I thought, for, okay, first I thought it was going to be a tribute. Now it's going to be a rival? Okay, let's see how that turns out. Austrian government to let EVs use bus lanes and drive faster than ICE. Are you serious? Now that's just pandering. Why? Increased speed limits for EVs are part of an initiative in Austria to improve electric sales. If electric cars are junk, accept it. Just... Just tell, you know, auto journalists in the industry, you say, make a better EV. It's as simple as that. Well, saying it is different from doing it, because as I, in fact, I made an article about this a long time ago, but I, I the article I made a long time ago basically said, it's it wasn't Nissan's fault that the range in the Leaf was so atrocious. I was saying that good batteries with decent range are expensive, as car, as electric cars with decent range are expensive. Model, you know, Model S, Fiscal Karma, so on, and that's not, pure electric but still you know electric cars with more with you know more than 250 miles of range are expensive because you know good batteries are expensive because they're expensive to make so you know better you know better evs means to or at the very least evs with more range means the batteries need to become cheaper so that evs can be at a lower price point man because I, I mean i i can't even imagine going faster would be better for evs because I, I think they say that you know you're the the optimum speed for the best MPG is somewhere between like 55 and 70 miles per hour for a normal gasoline-powered car. What's, well, what's that for an EV? Is it 45 between, you know, 45 and 60 or or what? Also, you know what? Looking at the Defender, because there's, there's, an, there's an image on the, article, on the article that I just read about the Defender and Ford. It really makes me wish that Jeep would make a modern CJ. It really makes me wish Jeep would make a modern CJ because that would be awesome. Oh, well. Although they, you know, I guess you can make the argument. Well, they're, you know, they're doing that as best they can in the new Wrangler, which I'd say that is an argument. Um, Twenty nineteen Peugeot five hundred eight taken to the Autobahn for top speed run, and the little summary doesn't say how fast. Jeep concept Freedom Render is unreal in the most awesome way. And who is this? Like one of those student studies or something? Because that it almost looks like it's an official one, but I didn't see anything on Mopar Insiders about it. Panasonic may increase Tesla Gigafactory investment despite profit hit. Jeep brilliantly trolls Kia over the Sorrento's off-road adventure in Moab. I saw this commercial, and you know, I've, I've seen the Kia No doubt most of us have seen that, that Sorrento commercial by now, where, where um, essentially it's a, 
know, it's commercial about the Kia going over Moab. The Sorrento going over Moab about how it's somehow off-road capable. I've, I've always seen that commercial as bogus. Because there is... The, the Sorrento may have four-wheel drive, but that does not make it off-road capable. Yeah, th maybe they made it... Maybe they were like, okay, well, maybe we should do you know, a few things here and there to make it a bit more off-road capable. But, but they don't do anything like Jeep does. They don't do a single thing like Jeep does. So I always found that commercial to just be, quite frankly, completely lame because everyone... Because as, as the commercial, and I watched it, says rightly, it people have to add proper tires, skid plates, they have to disconnect the sway bar, they have to do all these things just to make a Sorento or... Yeah, to make the Sorento, forget, forget the Kia. You know, forget any Kia, let's just focus on the Sorento. They'd have to do all these things to make it even vaguely capable enough to go over Moab. And you'd say, well, yeah, but even a stock, you know, Grand Cherokee isn't going to be able to do that. And I'd agree with you. I'd say it's still, I'd say it's still more capable than a Sorento. However, Jeep has the Trailhawk, the Trailhawk trim level, so they have their, they have the most off-road capable trim level. I'd say, outside of, you know, maybe outside of just Land Rover slash Range Rover as a whole, you know, of of the sort of mainstream market, not not your luxury high-end stuff, your mainstream market like Grand Cherokee and so on and so forth. So, you know, again, Jeep brilliantly trolled Kia in that and made the rodents, you know, because the Kia Soul commercial, they made the rodents fantasize, made one of them fantasize about fearing about having to do all these things just to get over Moab. But Jeep is absolutely right. And, that, and I, I almost was quite irritated that Kia had the audacity to make a commercial about the Sorento going over Moab. Because they know darn well without a, quite a handful of upgrades, a stock Sorento cannot go over Moab. It can't do it. It doesn't have any of the necessary equipment parts or whatever to do it and so that's and so like i said i got i was certainly a little irritated that they had the audacity to to almost like try and take jeep stick stick and say oh well kia can do it too mess no you know it can't you're just lot you're just lying to try and get in on some of jeep's buyers and thankfully jeep trolled them frankly for the obvious lie now okay could a sorrento modified highly modified could a sorrento do it perhaps yeah with enough modifications, I think it could, but a stock, a stock Sorento, as they were saying in the commercial, couldn't, could not, it would not be able to do it. Anyway, enough ranting on that. Cadillac closing the book on $1,800 monthly subscription service. Book by Cadillac, that's a lame name, will reportedly shut down by the end of the year due to technology problems. Bikey McBike face? GM asking fans to help name its upcoming e-bike. And I thought Porsche. And maybe, I can't remember, I thought Porsche and a few other select German brands were the only brands to do those lame, you know, bike by Porsche, you know, kind of, uh, kind of two-wheelers, but nope, nope, GM is trying to get in on that. Villner transformed the cockpits of these Mustangs with high-end materials, and they're predictably, there's no better way to put this, kind of outlandish. Pulsar 1 passes its first internal crash test with flying colors. VW's range-topping Amarok Aventura aims directly at Mercedes X-Class V6. 2020 Jeep Scrambler pickup truck teased during FCA dealer presentation. Oh man. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. FCA had a dealer presentation and this is the only thing we're talking about? I'm, I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy to, to hear about the Scrambler or whatever it's going to be called. What it annoys me is that uh, the fact that they had a dealer presentation and this is the only bit of news that we get on it irritates me because I was, I was hoping for maybe something else, something more. I, I'm disappointed that that's the only bit of news. 
I'm not disappointed in what the news is, I'm disappointed that's the only bit of it. That's the only one of its kind. 2019 Land Cruiser is a recipe Toyota simply won't change. At the very least, not that soon. Ooh, been rambling for a little while. Anyway, I will see you all after the break. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303 dash 576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Back again. Alrighty, let's see, let's see. Morgan working on a more modern sports car. Hopefully it's a, I'd say sort of traditional Morgan design, which is, is uh, you know, sort of more traditional flowing fenders cues, you know, the Earl... Your early uh, 1940s kind of cars. Hopefully it's still somewhat like that. Track only McLaren Senna GTR to feature GT3 suspension and literally a ton of downforce. 2020 Mercedes Maybach GLS fires a warning shot at Bentley Bentayga. Red Bull thinks Honda Power can make for Stappen champion in 2019. Maybe. Toyota unveils Camry and Highlander Nightshade Special Editions. I like Black Accent. But I'm really getting tired of all these, of all these blacked out special editions. Just, I want more creative special editions. These are easy to make. I like the, I like the Jeep special editions. Like the, the Modern Warfare 3 edition. I saw one of those the other day. I saw a Modern Warfare 3 edition the other day. I'll tell you what, I, I lost my marbles over that car when it, when it came out. Mostly because, you know, it was sort of like a game Jeep. And it had, it had a few bits that weren't seen on Jeeps at the time, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I just thought it was really cool. It was, and I love the badge. It was just a really cool vehicle. And you never, you never hear of the Modern Warfare 3 edition anymore. I'm not a COD guy. I'm not. But that Jeep I like. The, you know, kind of because it's a special edition of a game. That never happens. No, no. Dodge didn't do a Forza edition Viper for Horizon back then. I mean, obviously, because it hadn't really come out yet. But still, that was really cool. And I saw one the other day, and it was pristine. I don't think it had many modifications on it. It might have been near stock. It was, That was really cool. In fact, it was maybe a month ago, a, maybe a month or two ago. I think it was in September. I went. To, we went. Me and my family went to Delectable Egg one of these days. Well, a few. You know, I think a month ago, maybe or maybe a month or two ago. And that's where I saw it. I lost my marbles then too, because again, rare. I have never seen. I've never seen one other one i've never seen two that was the first time the first time and i really wish i had my phone on me then to take a picture because that was so cool so so cool i'm it's probably gonna be i don't know i'm i'm suspecting three years before i see another one four five it's gonna be a long time but that was really cool to see that but that but that's what i mean more you know just creative special editions not just your black you know your blackout ones or your your light colored ones you know like charger daytona special editions back in 2014 that one's kind of that one not so much for me because that was just cashing out on the name that really wasn't that to me didn't do justice to the daytona name as much as as much as you know i wish dodge did or even like the anodized carbon which is kind of a blackout and when i say anodized carbon i mean the viper 
you know, yeah, that's kind of a black blacked out fiber, but it's not just it's not just black accents. It was actually anodized carbon. It was a different kind of paint job. It was basically discounting uh, discount matte, maybe more upscale matte. One of the two, uh, or the or the ceramic blue sport, whatever that was called. Once again, cool. I like that. That that's to me a slightly more creative special edition. Not not as much as what some of you know some Fiesta special editions are, but still, that's what I'm talking about. More interesting special. Make special editions, actual, and they're actually special, not just blacked out versions. Uh, no, not just plasti, you know, black plasti dipped versions of cars you can already buy. Anyway, 2020 Audi Q7 prototype spotted wearing new production taillights. Volvo and Baidu to co-develop fully autonomous cars for China. Jeep Grand Cherokees join the Italian Carbonari Motor Pool. Porsche 911 GT2 RS MR claims the throne of the ring with a 640.3. Uh, basically, it got a tune from Manti Racing, with apparently with a few modifications, which, as far as I'm concerned, means it's not a production car anymore. It may claim the ultimate, you know, the ultimate throne of the ring as having the, I think the ultimate was a, is a 611, though, but still, that's that's not a production car. That is not a production car. That would, that would be like taking a 9-liter Viper, and yes, there is such a thing. They stroke it out. I think they stroke it out to 9 liters. It's not like they actually increase the size of the block to 9 liters. Uh, I'd say improper, but still, that would be like taking a 9-liter Viper to the Nürburgring. And I'm not saying I wouldn't love to see that, because Lord knows I would love to see that. But that's not a production car. Let's read this article. Porsche, in collaboration with Manthe Racing, took a slightly modified 911 GT... Slightly modified is still modified. 911 GT2 RS MR at the Nürburgring and broke the lap record for the fastest road legal vehicle, again, after lapping the 12.8 mile long circuit in just 6 minutes and 43.3 in in seconds. Okay. Doesn't say production, it says fastest road legal. So that's better. With racing driver Lars Kern behind the wheel, this iteration of the 911 GT2 RS completed the lap nearly 5 seconds faster than a Lamborghini Aventador SVJ and over 3 seconds and over 3 seconds faster from the M, from the McLaren P1 LM. Yes, but the, the event but the Aventador SV is an actual well, I say it's an actual honest to god production car, but then again, we have no idea because the Nürburgring's unsanctioned. So, for the sake of this argument, let's say that the Lamborghini Aventador SVJ that they took to the Nürburgring is an honest to god production car. For the for the record-breaking run, the 911 GT2 RS MR had a special overall overall setup tailored to the of the to the characteristics of the Nürburgring. Manthe Racing, which is mostly owned by Porsche, looked at the development of the 911 RSR and 911 GT3R racers and modified the chassis and aerodynamics of the car. The company also relied on their motorsports partner, Esso, for fuel. Manthe Racing may be mostly owned by Porsche, but this but this would still be akin to, to having Prefix Racing do a few modifications to a Viper ACR Extreme and then take it to a Nürburgring and then, and then you know, setting a lap time. Even though Prefix's modifications don't most of them don't actually void the warranty on vipers that's still that's still not production that's still not factory anyway porsche and manthe racing didn't get into didn't go into many details on the upgrades of the 911 gt2 rsmr even more suspicious with the pictures revealing a bigger wing and a set of dive planes it revealed a bigger wing oh yeah i guess it is. now i did notice the dive planes and they're very acr-ish very i mean they got the double dive planes they're not maybe not the size of the acrs but still I found that kind of funny. I guess we need a new saying, no replacement for downforce. And I mean simple downforce, but then again, I have to adapt that properly. Well, whatever. Apparently, the engine remains stock, which is interesting. 
New official photos reveal more of the SMR and Valkyrie, including the cockpit, and it looks amazing. I really want a Mercedes AMG Project 1 and Valkyrie to go head to head on the track. Then again, I guess everyone does, but still. And I also like to see how they stack up compared to LaFerrari P1 and 918. Although, to be fair, I guess the 720S would probably be better. I think that's near P1 levels of fast, if I remember correctly. There's, there's another. Or oh, the Senna. The Senna. That's the one. The Senna. That. I mean, that's newer than the old, you know, Holy Trinity from 2014, but still. I'd like the Holy Trinity and, you know, all the current really, you know, almost like mega hyper or mega cars, as Christian von Koenigsegg is saying there needs to be now, but still, that's what I'd love to see that. Hyundai and Kia will introduce solar panels on select models. Ken Block's destroyed Focus RS, Cosworth to be reborn, thank God. Next, Renault Capture getting Feb option and semi-autonomous driving tech. Aston Martin DBS Superleggera Volante is a mouthful, and it really is, and apparently they're testing such a vehicle right now. Judge awards family $208 million compensation for injuries sustained in Lexus crash. Hyundai rolls out performance upgrades for the Velociturbo at SEMA. So the cockpit of the Valkyrie looks very Le Mans-ish. Very, very Le Mans-ish, which isn't a bad thing, but it's, I mean, it's probably fairly, very uncomfortable. The car... Looks like a Hot Wheels car, which I love. I love the fact that it looks like a Hot Wheels car. And a good one, not... And and let me be honest with you guys. I don't like all Hot Wheels. I do not... And I mean they're fictional designs, because I don't think they all look great. Some of them just look kind of obnoxious. Some of them look really obnoxious. But this one, that... Or at the very least, this Aston's really tasteful. I can't I can't wait for Hot Wheels to hopefully make a diecast diecast car that like i'm still waiting for them to make a diecast acr i've been waiting since 2015 and nothing but then again i suppose you could argue we have no zr1 yet which is fair but i think we have a c7 hot wheels and a z06 hot wheels yet all we have is the viper from 2013 and no ta or ta 2.0 nothing that that makes me just a little sad anyway though Waymo gets approval to test autonomous cars without a driver in California, and that's horrible. 2019 Honda Civic Hatch Civic and Civic Type R have been minimally updated. BMW drops the top on the all-new 8 Series convertible. Apparently, it was 0 to 60 in just 3.8 seconds. Remember when getting 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 to about 4 seconds or even 4.5 seconds was considered quick? Now it just seems like every car is getting under 4 seconds. Even those that don't have six six or 700 horsepower. Some with about 400. That's crazy. 2019 Jeep Scrambler's LA Auto Show debut confirmed as sightings continue. Hundreds of Fiat and Maserati models burst into flames at Italian port, and that makes me really sad. Aston Martin DBS 59 is a retro-inspired special edition that pays tribute to the DBR1, and I love it. I love it so much. I mean, really. I, re I really like that. In fact, I think that the DBS, is that what they're calling it? The DB oh yeah, the DBS Superleggera. I think that looks better than the DB, uh, than the, than the, what is it, the DB, DB, the DB10? DB, the DB11. I think it looks better than the DB, DB11. I really do. Tesla's advanced summon will make your car follow you like a pet. Yeah, until it gets sentient and decides to run you over instead. Four teams up with charity to help kids with cancer build and explore sport for SEMA. Jay Leno's customized Lincoln Black Label Navigator debuts at SEMA. Even a burned-down Maybach has a place at SEMA. Wow, that that that's truly amazing. There are so many 911 derivatives that Porsche has made a video to explain them. Ouch! That's just you know you have too many models when you when when you 
when you, the company yourself, have to explain them because they're all so confusing. Sorry for going silent. I was reading that. I was reading that uh, that Porsche article again for something for something I read in the comments. New Toyota Avalon and Camry TRD teased for Los Angeles. Hopefully they look good and you know interesting and you know sporty. It took Lexus three years to develop the perfect seats for the new ES. Three years. But then again, that's nothing compared to how long it took to, to develop the whole of the LFA. Anyway, I will stop here. I will see you all later. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Hello, we are back one last time. Lexus new LC Luster Yellow Edition from Japan glows like gold. That <laughs> that name, that wow. Okay, interesting name. Very interesting name, Lexus. 2020 Mercedes CLA shooting brake will make for a more practical A-class. Future JLR models will strive to combat motion sickness, as I wish all automakers would do. Why is this a thing that only a few are doing? Many people deal with motion sickness, me included. I had to take a drumming to get a ride with a guy who had a Viper at High Plains the other day. I should have had two. The first one did fine, really, but if I wanted to ride again, or if I want to ride more, if I want to ride in more than one car, I need to have, I need to have taken more than one, preferably two. But you know what the sucky part is about that? Then you're all tired, and it's probably advisable that you don't drive under the effects of Dramamine. So if I wanted to ride with someone, and I had a car there, and, I, and take my Dramamine, oh well, no driving on the track! You, you see the problem? You see the problem? And if I don't take the Dramamine, I'll be too sick to drive. It's a lose-lose! <sighs> 2019 Lexus CT200H arrives with new grades and specifications. Rolls-Royce delivers the first Cullinans to British customers. Classic Recreations revised the Mustang Boss 429 in spectacular style. Start your morning off right with 125 photos of the Alfa Romeo Stelvio Quadrifoglio. F1 drivers want cameras and screens instead of traditional mirrors. Now that's really interesting because it's, it's funny because most F1 drivers are like, oh, I, want, I want F1 to be more purified. I, I almost sounded horribly, you know, sort of Southern American then. No, there is no American from the South in F1, but anyway... You know, they want the pure, almost like the purification of F1. You know, back to high revving V10s and I think no DRS and so on and so forth. Yet they want cameras and screens instead of mirrors. <laughs> that's, that, that's a really, it's not, I wouldn't, I guess it's not quite a contradiction. But it's, okay, it's a funny contrast to what they typically say. Oh, that's very funny. Nissan Patrol sets Guinness World Record for synchronized dry or synchronized dancing. 180 patrols gathered at the Dubai Rugby's at the at the Dubai Rugby Sevens Stadium and were driven in two concentric lines in opposite directions. Oh, okay. Wow, that'd be 
scary. Lamborghini sends out a small army of Earth's SUVs to conquer Iceland. Government catches car dealer who rolled back an odometer more than 218,000 miles. On average, the dealer rolled back odometer, od odometers more than 122,000 miles. Mess, man. What were you trying to hide? Or I guess he was just trying to make the cars more appealing. Yeesh. Land Rover Def Defenders Sport reportedly coming in 2026 with a focus on on-road comfort. This guy's custom jet car will become Hot Wheels' Hot Wheels' latest die-cast model. And I'm seriously disappointed because someone with the, with the Viper TA 2.0 was in the running. And I was really hoping that they would win so that we'd have a Viper TA 2.0. But no, no. GM offering buyouts to more than a third of its NA workforce. Layoffs could be coming. VW open to sharing MEB platform for electric vehicles with Ford. Faraday Future co-founder quits, calls company effectively insolvent. Faraday Future is also laying off everyone who joined the company after May 1st. European car makers may be too late to catch up with China in electric cars. 2019 Honda Accord. Priced from $23,720 to $35,950 and will be in showrooms November 1st. Porsche Classic recommissions Carrera GT in oak green metallic. That's gorgeous. It's, it's, it's kind of like a brighter emerald green. T-Pain pays homage to Rick and Morty with Nissan 240SX wrap. When did he get a 240? I didn't even know he had one. I didn't even know he was interested. Frankly, I didn't, even, I didn't even know anything about the guy. And I don't care to. This is as much as I ever want to know. Which is insinuating that I want to know anything about him, which I don't. Anyway, Mercedes makes baby shoulders too. AMG wheels included. <laughs> That's right. I got a Mercedes AMG B63 scooter. Or, uh, stroller. B baby 63 stroller is what that would stand for. Wow, that's lame. And probably overpriced. We drive a brand new 2003 Acura CL 3.2 Type S. A fun throwback to sedan-based coupes. What was, there was an article about how the... Oh, oh yeah. I was about to say there was an article a little while ago on, I think, Rotor Track? About how there's such a thing as two-door sedans. And I'd say the Dodge Stratus Coupe and that Acura CL likely counts as a two-door sedan. New Lexus LS, LX Inspiration Series is a $100,000 limited edition luxury SUV that is black with kind of brass accents? Kind of, kind of lame. 2018 Overfinch Range Rover is one seriously stylish SUV, and I disagree. And considering we're on, the, we're on this last part, and I really need to get to that, I need to get to this quickly, because I'm probably running out of time. Yep, running out of time. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Hold on, I'll find it, I'll find it eventually. Alrighty, alrighty, okay. Now, uh, no doubt, I'm sure a few of us have seen what Mopar was teasing at SEMA, and I'm sure more of you have seen the news, so I'm kind of late to this. But the elephant is in the room! It's a 1,000 horsepower, 7 liter, 400, and 400, or 426 cubic inch, did I already say supercharged? I don't wait, supercharged Hemi, with a 1,000 horsepower and 950 pound-feet of torque. That's incredible. And, and what's funny is that Chevrolet, prior to SEMA, unveiled the, the ZR1 crate engine with 755 horsepower. <laughs> and then Mopar was like, sit down, GM, learn a lesson. <laughs> and then, the elephant. <laughs> That's, 
<laughs> and apparently it's a plug-and-play engine. And it's got an aluminum block. Mopar Insiders has all the info. Go to Mopar Insiders. Go to page two and you will find it after hardly scrolling at all. This engine is going to be more than the, what was it? The, 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 the Hellcrate that came earlier. I suspect, I mean, obviously. It's obviously going to be more than that, but just. Dude. And apparently someone said on the forums, on the, on the Mopar Insiders forums, that supposedly superchargers add about 40, 46% more horsepower. And so that would mean that for, you know 46% from 1,000 is something like eight, 850 horsepower. I, I need to find that. G give me a second. It's somewhere. I want to make sure I'm quoting this person. Or more or less paraphrasing from this person. But I guess quoting would be... So 46% 40, from 1,640 horsepower. So less than, than, you know, than the Hellcat Twins. Sure. But that's still a lot from an aluminum block, naturally aspirated V8. That's Viper levels of horsepower. And, and trust me, it, if you know anything about me, you probably suspect I'm a, maybe a little disgruntled about that, which is, I guess, wouldn't be too far. I, I'm happy for the 426 for being that powerful. But everything's catching up to Viper horsepower. I'm kind of sad. I, I, I won't lie. But yeah, this thing is crazy. It is crazy. Hold on. Okay. Here's, here's a few stats on it. The Helifant engine hits the magical 1,000 horsepower mark via bulked-up displacement with 4 inches of stroke and bore specs at 4.125 inches. An improved supercharger with a high-efficiency rotor is mounted on the all-aluminum all block, which, which provides huge weight savings to keep the Helifant light. The all-aluminum block used in the Mopar Dodge Challenger drag pack race cars that dominated the 2018 NHRA factory stock showdown class was configured. For the street, in close collaboration with Mopar and engineers from the, motors from the motorsport world. Sorry for stumbling a lot then. This is crazy. This is crazy. I mean, just, I just can't even imagine. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. Even, even if there was just a naturally aspirated version, that would be fantastic. I would just hope that this could, that such an engine could fit could fit in a Sunbeam Tiger, which I really don't think it can. And actually, before I get onto that, let's talk about the the car that this engine was put into. It's a 1,000 horsepower, obviously, 1968 Dodge Supercharger concept. Basically, it has the Devil's Rim from the either the Hellcat Wide Body or the Demon. It has the it has the it, it doesn't have those specific wide-body flares, but they're definitely kind of in that style. And, yeah, it has wide-body flares. It has, I'd say, a more aggressive-looking, you know, uh, Challenger spoiler. It's got, it's got a sort of ducktail spoiler in the Challenger style, but more aggressive. It's got the Demon Hood, which you might think it looks out of place, but it almost looks perfect. It looks like a Charger Hemi Superstock. That's what it looks like, which is perfect. In fact, if they called it the, the Charger Hemi Superstock, I think that would also be a very fitting name. But either way, they moved the front. I think they moved the front wheels about two inches up to make the proportions a little bit better. It has there's got to be there's an image gallery down here. It, it reuses a few parts from other cars, so it uses the Challenger Hellcat headlights. So you know it has the or the, maybe they're the Demon headlights with the Ram Air. It uses the aforementioned suspension and brakes. It uses what I what I think is a spoiler in that style, but you know ultimately on its own. Oh, by the way, we have a new logo for the Elephant engine. It's you know kind of like the Demon logo, but with an elephant look on. It's it's really cool, really really cool. The tail lights 
because you know from the 68 charger there were the the four sort of pods okay they're gone it has i didn't i don't even know what the taillights are like because you can't really see them but in in the place of those pods are high mounted exhaust pipes in its place it looks perfect it looks perfect it's incredible it's it's insane how good that looks how perfect that is. i just want to hear i want to see this thing running and see those exhaust pipes rumbling that's what I want to see, because that, that is so awesome. It is awesome. Frankly, that, that's just the perfect word for this car. Awesome. Absolutely and completely awesome. It's also got a decal package on the back, kind of like the Challenger does, the, the Shaker. It's got something like that. I can't even remember what it's called. Kind of like, a I guess, Roadrunner stripes? And then they... Okay. Oh, okay. Here it is. They also reuse some parts from the Viper, specifically the seats and the steering wheel, which is perfect because I love the Viper steering wheel. I love it, and I think it looks... It's it fits in this interior. And they didn't go overboard with the interior. It pretty much it's a bare bones interior with Mopar gauges on it. That's it. And as far as it looks, you can get the elephant with a six speed auto, which is awesome. Or at the very least, they made it to the elephant engine, which is I hope that that's something that they kind of intended because I that again fantastic. Oh, by the way. Where the Viper logo would be on the steering wheel, you have the, you know, the elephant logo. Oh, and by the way, those Viper seats are wrapped in Alcantara, in Alcantara leather, apparently. And they're re-wrapped? Either way, it has Viper seats and they have Alcantara. This car is awesome. I want to buy it. I, in fact, I want Mopar to make a kit to make your own supercharger out of a 68 and sell it. Because this is so good. In fact, I really think that's what they should have done, even with the the Shakedown Challenger, that that seventies one, uh, a little while ago. That I think that one that displayed the, the Hemi crates. Was it the the three ninety two? I think it was the three ninety two crate, the plug and play. Either way, they should have done that. They would have made a killing, and they could do the same with the supercharger. Because honestly, if see the supercharger, it's how Fast and Furious should make their cars look. Seriously, because it. It is so cool, and you could see Dom look riding or driving this car. It's 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 perfect for him. It is perfect. They, it couldn't be better. It couldn't. That's how I think that is how Fast and Furious should should make their cars when they're designing them. But it man, it is incredible. It looks. I at the very least, I find that it looks amazing. Anyway, I must stop here. I will see you all soon. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to me. Probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at CodyCar, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.